Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. Today we are looking at James chapter 2, verses 21 through 26. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Twice in chapter 2, James uses strong language to get his point across about the necessity of actionable faith. James 2 verse 17 says, Faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. And James 2 verse 26 says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Eugene Peterson, in his paraphrase of this text in chapter 2, says, Faith expresses itself in works. I love that. It's such a natural connection, an outpouring of faith that becomes embodied. Living faith includes actions. Unfortunately, dead faith looks like an immovable corpse. So, our encouragement today is to keep moving, friends. Last week, on Friday, the last episode, we looked at the story of Abraham and what it meant that he was willing to sacrifice his only son when God asked. Today, we're going to look at James' second example from the Old Testament, the prostitute Rahab. We are looking particularly at the idea that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Rahab is introduced in the Bible in the Old Testament in Joshua chapter 2. And in this story, or as we meet Rahab, Joshua is camped with two million Israelites on the edge of the promised land. They have all wandered in the desert for the last 40 years, learning to be God's people. Moses has passed away and Joshua has taken his place as leader of God's people. And God tells Joshua it is time to take their promise. The first challenge that they face is the city of Jericho. So Joshua sends in a couple of spies, looking to glean a bit of insight before they all charge in. And these two men that Joshua sends enter Jericho, and they stay the night at Rahab's house. At this time in Jericho, hotels or rooms for rent often went hand in hand with brothels. So we know that Rahab had a less than optimal job, but also that she was a powerful lady. 
Not many women owned property or acted as hostess without the cover of a host or would have been the one to end up as the main character of a story during ancient times. It's sort of unlikely that she would be the one getting the king's message because it's her house, but it is. Anyway, Joshua sends out spies and when they arrive in Jericho, they need to find a place to stay and this place ends up being Rahab's house. The story goes that the king of Jericho finds out that there are spies from Israel around and he hears that they are staying with Rahab. So he sends word to her and he tells her to bring them out. Instead of doing as the king asks, Rahab takes the men and she hides them. Then she tells the king that they have left. She claims she didn't know that they were from Israel and she complicates matters by telling the king that they left so he should send men after them to look for them outside the city gates. So Joshua chapter 2 verses 8 through 11 say, Before the spies lay down for the night, Rahab went up to the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord, that is Yahweh, has given you this land, and that a great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and that, and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. So what is evident in all of this story is Rahab's faith. Did you hear it? She recognizes God, Yahweh, as the Lord of heaven and earth. She speaks it out, declares it, and she acts upon her belief. Since she knows that God is God, she finds it right to hide the spies from the king and side with God's people. In the end, this saves her and her family from the utter destruction God brings through his people upon the city of Jericho. She hides the spies, then lets them down from a window in her home, because it's along the outside wall of the city, and she tells them where to go from there to hide, and how long to wait before moving on, so that they will miss the king's men. And later, it turns out that Rahab ends up being a part of Jesus's lineage. She's a part of the line of David, the family that bears the son of God. In Hebrews, she makes an appearance too in the faith chapter. It says, by faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. So there's a connection between who we know God to be and our willingness to act in accordance with that knowledge. For Rahab, it saved her life. It marked her as an obedient one and declared her righteous. Think about it this way for a minute. If Rahab had decided that the God of the Israelites was the one true God, but hadn't acted upon her faith, she would have died with the rest of Jericho. But because her faith moved her to action, she became a mother in the lineage of God's son, Jesus. It was the action that testified to the reality of her faith. So may you find ways both big and small to live out your faith today, friends. If you know God to be God, then prove it by living according to his words and his way. May you treat others with love and respect, looking to the heart rather than outward appearances. May you put your faith in action. <music> 